Hi, I'm Alan Enriquez, and this is Ray of Light. Join me as we pursue the power of why and add meaning to every waking moment with eagerness and light. Alright boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Alan's Ray of Light. This is Alan, of course, and we're here to continue talking about niyamas in yoga. Or niyamas is, just to, re- uh, to refresh you, is observances in Sanskrit. And it is the second um, limb of yoga, whereas ya- yamas, or the constraints, or the restraints, are is the, the first limb that we have talked about. Now, today is, uh, I, I guess, so I've read the, the Yamas and Yamas by Deborah Adele, and we will talk about Santosha, which is, the meaning of it is contentment. And I guess it's timely because we are in the time of pandemic, so if, if in the not distant future you'll get to listen to this this is the year 2020 and here in the philippines we started uh, the lockdown um, since march 15 and it's already october 17 so it's about seven months shall i say yes april may Yes, seven months. And as of today, the government has finally decided to relax a bit, um, to to give way to to open the economy finally, given that a million people or Filipinos are unemployed and still having troubles um, finding a job or finding a livelihood while some people are still up there earning Um, that means instead of bridging the gap between the poor and the middle class and the upper class the gap is still widening and when I said it's timely that we talk about Santosha, it has come to a point that I'm not sure if I talked about it in the recent Yamas, but Santosha is about contentment, like I said. And it said here, Santosha invites us into contentment by taking refuge in a calm center opening our hearts in gratitude for what we do have and practicing the paradox of not seeking. So, why is it called the paradox? Or, um, given the situation that we are having a hard time uh, finding contentment, and personally, I'm having this, this struggle because here I am, here in Manila, and I'm with my family. However, my my job 
or used to be my work was in Baguio and because of the lockdown I couldn't go up or at least there are a lot of restraints of, of procedures that I have to do that entails um, getting out there and having that higher higher risk of you know being affected getting affected of COVID-19 now contentment and discontentment when we talk about contentment and when I ask you excuse me that's my alarm uh, <laughs> what do you have in mind and what do you is contentment or let me rephrase that question when are you contented and why why do you think that you answer that way and to me back when i was in my 20s it's not as simple really because to me contentment or I will be fulfilled or I feel like I succeeded if one I will get the position of manager two I get to support my family meaning my parents my sister three I can travel to places that I have never been while I have ticked one out of three it became a frustration for me because my deadline I I, I, I I made I gave myself a deadline at 27 at 27 I will be a manager and by 40 I'm ready to die that was my template back then and no I'm not ready to die now that I am 38 um, I couldn't say that again because um, in between of when I reached 27 and I am st- I was still an employee, a bank employee from for a local bank. My reality or the reality that I formed with shattered because there are outside forces there are other factors that affected that the result that i've wanted and to me i got in touch with the reality that i need to be um i need to find content contentment for where I am presently and so from then on when so I mentioned what happened to me before in this previous episode Um, so whenever I apply for job and the question so I, I get to have uh, I get to pass the exams and I get to have the final question and one of the questions would be um, asked 
would be how do you see yourself in five years and before i would all i would have the template that i would want to see myself still working with this company because i believe in the values um, of the company i think that the environment would help me grow However, when I got older, when I was 34 and 35, I guess. So, what I did start, it started when I was 30. Even when I was, shall I say, I'm not really looking for a job. I was still actively seeking for 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 a job so i let i update my resumes every year and i go out there and the reason behind it was well is still to know or to gauge myself in the in the industry or where i am or in the market do i think what do what I think of me of how much I am or at least the value that I'm pegging for is it still aligned in the present time and that keeps me grounded because it helps me go back to the realization that that it's good to have goals it's good to have a vision however if the society or at least what is being offered does not match what you expected and then disappointments would come and haunt you and that is why i I, that was the reason so going back to santosha when i said it is timely um there is this portion always getting ready why is it that when we when we were growing up we always say what would you want to be when you grow up and a lot of a myriad of answers would pop up one of that is being an astronaut a pilot um i told myself i want to be a banker because that's what my mom does or maybe even a priest because i for there was a part in my life when i was in grade school I was really close to the priests and the seminarians in Don Bosco. Anyway, and why the the influence from the Western world was that by the time that you you get out of this world, you should know what you wanna be, and the good thing there is because you need to have a direction for of how your life is supposed to be or else someone else will do it for you and in time either you blame that person 
or you would say you've wasted a lot of time in your life that you didn't pursue what you really wanted to do in the first place and so there's this pleasure and avoidance of contentment why is it that we why is it that life is about the pursuit for contentment and the answer is to me it is how we were molded into the society has dictated that to be successful you need to have a title you need to have a job you need to have at least a six-figure job to support your family to support your 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 lifestyle your career or that's the reason Um, it isn't considered a career of something that you really love of something that you do and you're considered a failure if when you reach about the age of 30 35 and you're still quote and unquote figuring out who are you or what are you looking for because it seems as if you're not contributing to the society and that is why a lot of individuals i think are have this connotation of success that success is something that you built um, from the time that you graduated or from the moment that you are able to contribute to society and that's that's not a problem it's just that it gives um, it pressures other people who are not on the spectrum or on the same mindset as the others would um, are expected to be so for example um, when you are 25 and they call it the quarter life crisis and you feel like what am I doing and sometimes it's hard because like I said a while ago it's either you control your life or someone else will and then when you still don't have an answer and you're about to turn 26 it's as if you already closed the chapter and you failed and that is how a lot of people are well at least in my case most people that I know of are stuck in the moment that are stuck in the what ifs what could have been should have been and would have been instead of pursuing something that they think they're good and maybe that um, there's this fear of being a jack of all trades when in fact um it's also how civilization um, 
has already developed has advanced that there's a lot of 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 options out there for you to become someone so it's not anymore it doesn't mean that you're an accountant or a CPA or maybe a lawyer that you would pursue your career as a lawyer or as an accountant so sometimes maybe you become an artist or maybe you become a singer and it's not anymore true that um, being someone maybe in the field or in the arts um it will make you poor or it will make you your family um, struggle and the struggle is different for each uh, for each individual because again um, the coping mechanism is no longer maybe perhaps it would be simple to say that there's no one simple answer or it's no longer like before in the industrial era that we are fit into a box we are being molded by our education to fit in a box in a society that dictates us for who will will be so that is why i guess there's a lot of um quote-unquote lost souls out there and it doesn't mean that they do not contribute it's just that we have different ways of coping and it's not all the time that at maybe at this age they still haven't figured out who will they be going back so looking outward for fulfillment will always disappoint us and keep contentment one step out of reach and that is what i've i've mentioned um whenever we compare ourselves to others like for example our peers um we graduated and that's that's the tendency so you've added a friend who was your batchmate on Facebook and then you see that he has a family and then you see that he is um, a director already <laughs> of a company and you yourself is still a struggling artist or maybe a strong struggling um, individual who's trying to make a name and it feels like when you compare yourself to him someone who has a family someone who has a career would say he is more successful than you but the question is when you ask that person is he successful um, do um, does he consider himself successful then he might say he would probably say not yet because to him um, his success is now different not just to become a director of the company but now to see his 
children graduate. So, like I said, when measuring success, when measuring contentment, it's always different to each individual. And that's why Santosha is timely um, these days. It's really hard especially for those who were affected of the layoffs the sudden bankruptcy the sudden um, resignations um, forced resignations from companies that couldn't anymore sustain uh, employees and being not aggressive but being madiscarte or shall I say someone who would um, innovate or 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 adapt to this kind of environment is the best step but somehow it doesn't feel right it doesn't still it still doesn't feel good because we couldn't see any benchmark we couldn't see any point of reference if someone is successful or someone is contented because all of us are rather um, blind walking running blind or maybe headless because we don't have any um, leadership I guess but that's another topic to discuss. So seeking and avoiding are expensive uses of our energy. And that will be we are responsible for our own disturbances. And that is when Buddhism or Stoicism would try to teach us that because we are mere mortals this is for the stoics um there is a simple answer to everything and that is inevitably we will all die soon and therefore you have to take each moment as it as if it is your last and with buddhism you have to leave each day you have to take each moment and take it one day at a time and that being said it gives a different meaning the word present takes a different meaning because you are making the most out of the situation that you are given at this very moment what will you do or what are you doing to maximize or to live presently right now when we give the power of our emotional state to someone or something outside of ourselves we have made ourselves helpless and that's the point where i said a while ago um giving the handing the 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 wheel to someone else of your own life um, creates that helplessness and you feel that 
we are now, we are all actually driving blindly. And we're trying to make the most out of it. But somehow, we tend to, again, because we are all um, visual creatures, we tend to compare ourselves with our peers. And we feel like we don't, we are not um, in the in the playing field. We, we are not working harder. But you can feel it. Every time that you wake up, you struggle and you try to make things happen. And yet, every waking moment, it's as if the answer is still not there. But there's also the answer. The answer lies that it's okay. And that is where Santosha means a lot. Being contented of what it is and of not what will be or of what had been. And how to practice Santosha? It's gratitude. Practicing gratitude protects us from our own pettiness and smallness and keeps us centered in the joy and abundance of our own life. Somehow, when we look inwards and we thank the basic things that we have, or not basic things, but what we have right now, uh, a meal that would um, satisfy our hunger, a family that we are with, um, a house that we can call shelter. These are the things that, or a life that we have right now. These are the things that we could practice being grateful for. And then we realize that it is okay and living life in the present situation is what Santosha is. This contentment is the illusion that there can be something else in the moment. There isn't, and there can't be. The moment is complete. And that is how I wanted to close um, today's discussion. Because, boys and girls, it is really hard these days. And what we can only do is wake each day, wake up each day with a smile on our faces that we are still breathing and we still have a life to live. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Alan of Alan's Ray of Light. Good day. I am Alan Enriquez and you just heard another Ray of Light episode. You can follow Ray of Light on Instagram. If you haven't, subscribe, rate, and follow me on Anchor FM. Happy listening!